Hi everyone and welcome back to another VIP podcast. Uh, my name is Amy O'Connell and I'm Commissioner of Eternal Affairs of the VIP board this year and today I'm with another two international students. Uh, we thought it might be interesting to speak of our own unique experiences moving, studying abroad and away from home. I think we should start with like a brief introduction of ourselves, um, where we're all from and what year we're in. Hey, my name is Laura. I'm 24. I'm from Germany and I'm currently in my master's. I also did my bachelor's here at the university. Uh, I'm Maya. I'm 19. I'm from Warsaw, Poland, and I'm in my first year of studying here. Really nice. Um, my name is Amy, as I said. Uh, I'm from Ireland originally and I'm in my third year. Um, so we'll start off with a, um, like a nice introductory question and yeah, um, what made you decide to study psychology? I always wanted to do psychology, like in high school we had a course of psychology and I really liked it so I was like, I want to study this. Mm, that's nice. Yeah. I think for me it's like very odd because I'm quite interested in like deviant uh, behaviour, like abnormal and stuff, so I'm also like curious to discover like what happens in the minds of criminals for example and stuff it's like yeah just quite not normal but it's fine (laughs) would you be interested in doing something like forensic psychology afterwards yes oh wow nice yes i would be but i'm like still like trying to like discover what i really want to do and i still have a lot of time so that's fine Yeah, yeah it is um for me i didn't really have it on my um to-do list to do psychology in a way. I was more um, interested in medicine, uh, but I didn't receive the grades at home. And I applied here as kind of my backup option. Um, But just the nature of helping people and yeah, studying how people communicate with with each other. And yeah, this is the social aspect of psychology really appealed to me, I think. And what made you decide to move abroad to study? Well, for me, it was, as probably a lot of Germans can relate to, also not having the perfect grades at home. Um, Unfortunately, you have to have really high marks to be able to make it into the program. And I thought to myself, oh yeah, it doesn't really matter like where I study, because I'm from the south of Germany, so if I will move all the way to the north, to Hamburg or to the Netherlands, that's basically the same distance. Uh, for me, it was just like that I went in, why I went to an international high school, so like from the beginning, I was planning to just move abroad. Uh, at first, it was the UK, but because of Brexit, obviously the prices went up. So I started looking into the Netherlands, and that's why I'm here now. Oh, that's really nice. I also looked at the UK as well, but the prices there are oh, they're sky high. Yeah. Um, for me, I uh, actually didn't want to move abroad at all. <laughs> um, we got to get our results from our final exams like halfway through August, so it's pretty late. and my mum actually organized everything for me here like my accommodation like my whole application I had no clue I had no interest actually of moving at all and then when I didn't get my grades I just had to had to decide on the day because my I had to confirm with the housing company and that I was going to stay there so the day I got my results I decided to move and then two weeks later I moved so I didn't really put much thought into it at all but that's very spontaneous it's very spontaneous yeah yeah. Uh, but yeah probably one of the best decisions I've made so yeah no regrets there life on that that's nice how does it feel for you to like actually study in English um like in like move to another country but still be able to speak your mother language oh it's such a privilege though isn't it I feel like for me I, I feel bad that I can just 
flaunt around and be like, oh, yeah, I only speak one language, basically. So with you guys as well, I'm super impressed. You have three. Yeah, <laughs> for example, Laura can speak Dutch as well. So Ooh, that's, that's crazy. Nice. I feel very privileged that I can do that in my own language. So, yeah. And uh, how is student life here different from your home country? I know we don't have much experience of our home country student life, probably, but how would you perceive it yeah. to be different? But in my opinion, for example, here, there's a lot more of just associations and like committees and stuff mm. than in Poland. So it's like, it's like much more integration with other students, mm-hmm. I would say. Yeah, I did study in Germany for a year. And, uh, well, there's equal love for beer in both countries. <laughs> um, the difference is here, yeah, what you already said, that um, student life here is way more active mm-hmm. and that there is student associations and study associations. Yeah. And I first did not know that there was a difference between those two when I came here because in Germany, like, uh, student associations have, like, a bad reputation with a lot of hazing and stuff. But then I learned there's also such thing as... Yeah. study association yeah I think it's also the same at home I know at home um, it's much less not less work but say for example we do our bachelor's in three years and a master's in one but that's the program here whereas at home it's like yeah four years for a bachelor's it's way more laid back so there's a difference there I think in terms of like study motivation and stuff um, and again yes with like associations it's a lot more yeah clicky or something like people get into like specific groups and there's a whole lot of tradition there I think the Dutch have that we don't have at home like hazing for example and so many things I've only come to learn this year actually in my board year um yeah I think that's the biggest difference from home as well the alcohol intake is definitely (laughs) the same Uh, but yeah (laughs) I think that's the main difference and then um well yeah the final question of this kind of uh topic is uh, finding accommodation how did you guys um, find that whole process because I know for internationals well it's hard to find accommodation in general I know even Dutch people that struggle to find it here especially in Groningen Um, but then in terms of being international as well it can be even more difficult Uh, yeah I also struggled with that a lot Mm -hmm. I was too late to apply for student housing yeah so I had to like find a place on my own I can remember that I spent hours and hours on Facebook and all those like uh, groups for rooms in Groningen, texting like everyone and same on Kamernet. Sometimes I would send like 20 or between 20 and 40 messages a day and then for most of them you don't even receive an answer. But yeah, I think in the end I was just lucky because I replied to somebody posting something on Facebook and I think I was just the first person to reply because she was like, oh yeah, you can have the room. Wow, okay, that's nice. Yeah, without even asking me further things, so I think that was just pure luck. <laughs> I think for me it was pretty easy actually, but that's because I started looking into it very early, in like April or whatever, just after the results. So it, people weren't looking into it really mm-hmm. at that point, so it was easier. And yeah, it's just like for me, if it's a matter of like starting to look early rather than just uh, before the year starts, you know? No, I agree. I think it can be difficult for people as well in that regard because if you do get your results late or don't know where you're going... Yeah, yeah, I know a lot of people even that have been searching since June or July and still haven't found a place up until now. But, like, April, that's maybe too early also because, like, I started in June and I had to... Like, I think I had to pay for, like, two months which Mm. I wasn't living here. So was that the same for you? No, but... No, for me, it was just that, that I found a place and like around April 
but I only like signed a contract and like paid the deposit and stuff but didn't start paying until like August. Oh, that's so that's like, nice. Yeah. That's yeah. unique, yeah, because um I've moved three times actually since I moved here. So <laughs> once every year. <laughs> um and my first place was um like SSH the students mm-hmm. um accommodation, which was great for my first year because um like we, I lived with four hundred people or something, so there was a really nice way to meet people and still have friends from that. And then uh, in my second year, I did start looking early as well. I looked in April uh, on Facebook because I was actually at home at that point due to Corona, yeah. and I started paying from like June, I think. So I was pretty oh, early yeah. in paying, but I was more concerned that I wouldn't have a place to stay. Um, but yeah, also great. And then this current place I have was just through connections, basically. So yeah, yeah I think it's nice to like create a network here so that you always have like someone to reach out to and ask exactly yeah. and even uh, i've known a few people who have been in, in like kind of sort of current uh, housing crises and i've like, put them in contact with people i know who are currently looking for housemates as well so it is really important to have those connections yeah, i think especially because it's super difficult to find it if you're looking for it yeah and i made the experience that it's a lot easier once you speak dutch yeah. Because a lot of um, a lot of students' houses, they are like, oh yeah, we would prefer Dutch roommates, so yeah, we can communicate in Dutch. Yeah, some don't accept international people whatsoever. Yeah, and it's not very open, I think. No, it can be. I mean, there's a whole argument there as well. I saw stuff on Facebook this year about like discrimination and stuff, which, yeah, it's quite a heavy topic, I think, because I can I can see both sides in a way, you know. Yeah. Um. Sometimes there's actually lots of people looking for German people. Yeah, I had yeah. that as well. I when I was looking for housing, I uh, applied for a house in house and they were like oh yeah we we only want german people and i was actually hoping to not get in there because my goal was when i was moving here like oh, i'll meet so many cool people from all over the place yeah and yeah i think i wouldn't have liked it to just live with germans i get that yeah actually yeah. I and mean, you probably wouldn't be as integrated as you are today if you probably not no. out, you know <laughs> nice uh, any further uh, remarks no Okay, we're going to move on to a bit of culture. <laughs> yeah. Um, and what was the biggest culture shock that you endured? Um, I think for me it was that Dutch people are really direct, mm. but not in a mean way. Like, they're just yeah. really honest. So if a Dutch person has a problem with you, they'll let you know. Or if your shirt doesn't look amazing on you, they'll be like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, if you would look. <laughs> <laughs> but that's okay. Like, I got to appreciate it now. But in the beginning it was odd to have people speak their mind really honestly yeah i agree and i remember one time actually i was uh ju- i just moved here and i had a bank appointment with the ing okay i was late because i slept in because i've been drinking the night before i forgot something that i was supposed to bring to it and i got in and i was terribly hung over and the guy was like um so nice that you're on time and uh you've forgotten your passport and i was like <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> and it's way different actually to Irish people as well, I agree, because we, and I even find that with my boyfriend quite often, we, I always do indirect communication and sometimes it just doesn't work because he's completely direct and he's like, why didn't you just say it as it is rather than talking around what you want to say, you know? So I find that sometimes can be a bit difficult because <laughs> I'm not used to it at all. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I think for me the biggest culture shock was that people actually go swimming <laughs> in this cold water in the canals at this point of the year like they still go and swim in the, in the canals i'm just like are you crazy <laughs> are you crazy <laughs> it is nice i actually went last year i don't know why you I was, did I yes did, uh in the dots but it was frozen over honestly 
It was kind of nice, also terrible, but kind of okay, nice. Okay, I get that it's healthy and it's good well. for you, but at the same time, like, don't you have better things to do than just swim in cold water? The canals are also pretty gross. <laughs> yeah, I can totally relate. Yeah, I'm just like... Yeah, for me, um, yeah, I have, a f- I have a couple of things. I think cycling was one of the bigger ones because I did know how to cycle when I moved here, but not, like, not at all well, you know. And I went with my Dutch friend to get a bike and she was the only Dutch person I knew at the time. I was like, look, you can help me with this. I don't know what, like, what's a good bike? What, just tell me. So we went and I looked at a few. Finally just got this one that I still have today. Rust bucket it is. And like... She, the seat was too high for me a bit, you know. It was the smallest one I could find. And she was like, well, you just have to jump off instead of putting your feet down, you know, when you stop. And I was like, oh, I don't know if I can do that. I was like, that might be too much for my ability, you know. I'm not <laughs> sure. Anyway, it was okay until um, same week, I think, and I was cycling home and I was literally outside my house and the traffic lights for the um, bike went red. And I thought, okay, look, I can just quickly go across the road. Like, I have a few seconds. Um, <laughs> this van pulls out and I just went straight into the side of the van Jesus <laughs> yeah, so I don't oh, trust no. the traffic lights here anymore well it was one of my own fault as well and yeah I've definitely gotten used to biking a bit more uh, the second thing for me actually was uh, like going out I remember like moving from Ireland there's a whole different um, culture of going out where everyone just gets dressed up it's really short, really, really short dresses. It could be like two degrees outside and like loads of makeup, fake eyelashes, everything. Um, so when I first moved here, I brought all my like small clothes <laughs> and we started going out and everyone was like to me, are you not cold? Are you not cold? And I could feel this kind of judgment and I thought, okay, no, this oh, is no. not, this is not the way of I going about it. I remember, yeah. yeah. I still do it kind <laughs> of. <laughs> but yeah, I, I can see there's a difference. But it's a lot more casual when you go out. Yeah, but it's quite nice actually because... You can just go out in jeans and feel quite normal. <laughs> yeah, and the next one is, um, how different is the culture here compared to the culture of your home country? Mm, well, biking is a big part. True. Yeah, like, at home people don't bike that much, or they, they more bike as a sport. They're yeah. like, oh, I go mountain biking, and here people are like, they bike to get places. Yeah. So that's different and also their whole thing about Santa Claus. Like I love it. We don't really do Santa Claus. No. Yeah. And I think uh, the Dutch Well, Dutch and Germany both can party, but like I love their enthusiasm for King's Day. Oh it's great. Yeah. It's great. Well, I haven't experienced it yet, but I'm excited. Yeah, I had a great one. You soon. should get something yeah. orange. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely prepare yourself in advance. I feel like uh, people here are just much more nicer than in Poland and like more open-minded as well. Yeah, that's so true. So that, that's what I like about Dutch people. Yeah, I also have to say the same about, um, yeah, I guess the same with me and home. There's a lot of, um, yeah, Ireland's pretty behind in terms of some social things, you know. Um, and people here are a lot more, I think, tolerant and ex- accepting of different ways of life like sexuality for example um whereas at home it's very much like taboo subjects and you don't talk about that and it's weird if you talk about this and yeah, ooh, you know it's so, the same in poland yeah and yeah i also like as i said we, as we said before how um, dutch people are direct because at home it's difficult to know how where you stand with someone if they like you or not because people are very good at sort of masking how they really feel and expressing themselves which i still struggle mm-hmm. with actually i'm really bad at expressing myself i've learned to find out um, but yeah, here I think they're just you just know where you stand, so it's easier to form relationships. I think as well. 
And uh, is there anything you strongly like and or dislike about the Dutch culture? Uh, I really do like their relaxed, like the way they are so relaxed. And mm. as you guys already pointed out, that they're really open. Yeah. Like Dutch people are really quick to like invite them, invite you to their parties and stuff without barely knowing you. So I really like that. Mm. And once I think I can't remember which city it was in, but I. I obviously looked really lost because oh. I didn't know where to go and I'm not the best with Google Maps and then like somebody actually came up to me and was like, hey, can I like help you? You look really lost. So I thought that was really nice. Yeah. And I also feel like sometimes people just like sh- shout at you at the street, but like not in a negative manner, just like to say like hi or whatever. <laughs> just like a few times when I was coming back from parties and stuff, I had like guys just like shout at me hi hi but in Dutch so I was just like they were like saying some stuff in Dutch and I was just like walking hello I don't speak Dutch so how am I supposed to understand you know not really possible yeah also yeah I think that's the points you previously touched on um and as well like how easy it is as as well for us as internationals as well like they don't mind speaking in English or mm. like it, there's also a whole mentality where I'm trying to learn Dutch a bit not not going you're doing great uh, <laughs> uh, and I say sometimes it, I'd say it sometimes to people and they're like why would you do that you know there's no need we all speak English and I'm like yeah but it's just nice that they're quite accepting of that as well yeah. I just the one thing I maybe I don't like is the, all the fried food <laughs> I do sometimes, but not all of it, you know. There's very rare occasions where, just when I'm drunk, probably, I like it. But, yeah, sometimes the food culture here can be a bit... That's true, yeah, they like to fry things. (laughs) Yeah, they can be a bit bland as well sometimes. (laughs) Actually, I know a lot of Dutch people who, when they cook pasta, they don't even put salt in water. No, no, no. Like, I have some friends, they're like salt and pepper, (laughs) that's about it. Yeah, my is like that as well, but, like, she just puts, like, a stock... And the water, and I'm just like, why would you? Why wouldn't you just put salt in it? And she's just like, no, the sauce or whatever is gonna be salty either way. So why would I salt the water for pasta? I'm just like, okay. I don't know, no judgment. <laughs> yeah. I'm not gonna judge you. you know? <laughs> yeah, you do your thing. Yeah, yeah. I think that's one thing I sometimes have complaints about. <laughs> and then, any further remarks or comments? Nice. Um, so sort of onto the pers- more personal um, things of moving because it is quite a personal thing actually and we had a workshop recently um, with the board about like integration and um, how to help those that have moved and like the way this woman was speaking mm-hmm. actually was really like appealing to me you know she's like mm-hmm. she, the first exercise we did she was like okay everyone write with your left hand and everyone write with their left hand and I was the only international in the room and she was like, how did that make you feel? And we had to like relate it back to how an international might feel upon moving here, like uncomfortable, yeah. takes a lot of time. And we looked at all the integration things. It was really interesting. So yeah, it is quite a personal experience. <laughs> well, at least I think. Um, so yeah, what was the best way or how did you meet new people? Um, I met new people in my this week, mm. actually. Like some of the people I met in my first week are still one, like, we're really, really good friends still, oh, so nice. I can advise everyone to join that. And um, also in my first house, I had really nice housemates, and one of them was active in a sports association. So uh, he would take me to parties, so I got to meet his friends as well. And um, for me, it was also really helpful to go to the Aklo and to start a sport. I played lacrosse in my first year, and then you also get to know other people there mm. who have the same hobby as you. 
uh, for me it was just like I went to like the ESN week, the DS week, so like a lot of integration and like meeting other people. And I feel like also because of the fact that I'm in a committee, it's mm. automatically easier for me to meet other first year students since we organize activities for them. Yeah, and I feel like also just because I live in a student house, there's sometimes parties, so you just go to them and then the people that live there bring new people and yeah. then you just meet those new people and it's like it's not it's not that difficult I would say yeah that's, that's true yeah as a student you yeah. get the opportunity to meet a lot of people because like I know you guys didn't have that many mandatory lectures like in person yeah. like I would just sometimes the new person would sit next to me in a lecture mm-hmm. hall and then either they would start talking to me or the other way around so yeah. yeah, that's also we don't have that friends. much of an opportunity there, but yeah, that's true. we do still have a lot of chances. Hopefully, yeah, hopefully soon you can yeah. actually go and be comfortable and sit <laughs> there properly. Yeah. Um, yeah, for me I, as well, it was I guess my my house uh, to begin with was just like so so many people all the time. Like you, there was no way you weren't meeting people. Um, so yeah, and then obviously within VIP as well, I was active in my first year. Um, met a lot of people on the introduction camp and then just becoming an active member really helped me in that regard as well because I just um, yeah met new people that way and yeah I think even you still know the same people you met like two years ago as now so it does carry on it's really yeah. nice to maintain those friendships over the years um, and how did slash do you deal with homesickness um, I think I cook German food whenever I feel homesick. <laughs> oh, that's nice. <laughs> like, it's you know, nice some way. comfort food, something yeah. that reminds me of home, or um, I give my family a call. Yeah, yeah. that's really nice. I also do cook Polish food, like a Polish special soup sometimes. So that's nice, but no, I don't feel like I'm that homesick, but just because I was kind of prepared mentally to move abroad, mm. since I, like, it was my goal throughout the whole high school. Yeah. Yeah, nice. Um, yeah, I, at the moment I, I don't often feel homesick and I, I'm quite a person that likes to move out, be away from home anyway, in a way. Um, yeah, I think in my first year it was more like coming up to going home at Christmas, I started to feel really kind of like I was really ready to go back. Um, but I can't say like I cook any like Irish stuff because there, there is no nice Irish food really, honestly, <laughs> apart from like potatoes. Um, but yeah, I guess even just talking to Irish people sometimes and having that, um, you can just relate on like at a different level. Sometimes just on the level of culture, I guess, can be like nice and refreshing sometimes. But is there a lot of Irish people here? Yeah, oh. <laughs> I didn't think um, like there would be actually when I first moved, and I also had the intention of not, be, you know, meeting that many or mm-hmm. trying to meet other people in other cultures and kind of ended up that I met a lot of Irish people so I have this whole kind of group that are okay. <laughs> quite Irish but apart from that yeah a lot of them do physio actually that's the yeah that's the main true, yeah. the main study they do, they do. Yeah. <laughs> okay. yeah but I had the same with Germans like it's hard when there's a lot of Germans well. here I swear I think I was a little bit stupid to think that there wouldn't be that many Germans here but like whole north of Germany and lives in Groningen <laughs> which uh, I was not prepared for when I came here but yeah oh well I think you've done quite well anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, what was the most challenging adjustment that you had to make? Biking again. <laughs> I, I'm just like, I feel that people here are li- just live by their own rules. There's sometimes when I bike, people keep coming from this way, from mm. this way, like cars also, people walking. I'm just like so overwhelmed sometimes. 
that yeah I think it's gonna take me a lot more time to actually get used to it but that's why I preferred walking sometimes <laughs> <laughs> um yeah the biking thing funny story to that I saw in the beginning of September that ESN actually they had like a an activity where they would introduce you to Dutch biking culture, like learning how to bike and stuff, and the Dutch rules. I saw that too. <laughs> Which, well, first I thought, whoa, that's so funny, but now that you say you really had to adjust, I remember that I also, I don't want to say struggled with it, but I was surprised by a few things as well. Like, first time I was at a big um, traffic light, mm-hmm. I did not expect people to, like, you know, all sides go at the same time, and it was like I almost, yeah. I almost crashed with somebody. And also, um, biking after you have had, like, one or two or many more glasses of wine. Yeah, that's a, different, bike that's a different story. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. I'm, I'll try to come up with something different other than cycling as well. Um. <laughs> For me, it's also, like, sorry. No, For me, okay. it's also, like, the wind. It's so, oh. it's so cold and strong. Yeah. That I have runny nose all the time. All the time. Yeah. And I'm just, like, struggling to like overcome it you know but at the same time i'm just like i should probably start dressing more properly to the weather Mm. but it's it's not winter yet and it's so cold outside yeah it's hard to i don't know the weather here you can't adjust to at all really i was cycling yesterday it was my first shift at ties resort (laughs) and um (laughs) worst day to have a first shift i think because it was so windy but it was also quite warm so i was sweating and also, my hands were cold, though, but I couldn't... Oh, it was pretty yeah, terrible. It's a mess. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And I can't say the weather at home is much better, but I think here, the the fact that there's no, like, mountain cover or something is just... Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I think even being flat was quite a hard adjustment. I remember I was coming, flying in um, my first time. I'd never been here before I moved. And I was like, oh, my God, it's so flat. And I just, I started crying because I was like, I can't believe that this, this is how flat this country is. That is so sad. There's no, there's no scenery at all, basically. I mean, well, there is. There is. There if you is. go outside Groningen, like, there is. it's pretty there, but yeah. they don't have the train And you're like, wow, this just goes on and on and on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, did your expectations meet your reality? Mm, mine kind of did. Like, I met a lot of really nice, uh, nice Dutch people, which was my expectation when I moved here. And, like, I feel I'm integrated quite well. Oh, yeah. But um, then also... Like, I didn't really... Like, so my expectation was, oh my gosh, I live so close to the ocean. It's only like one hour away. It's going to be amazing telling everyone about it. Because like, I've never been so close to the sea before, like living. Um, and I think I've been there like once. I went on an <laughs> island. So I thought I'll like, you know, take weekend trips to the beach all the time. But then it turned out the beach here is, um, well, the beach in the north is not that nice for chilling. A bit cold sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. No, I don't think I had that much of an expectation just coming here. I was just very excited, so I think that excitement kind of overlapped with like my expectations. But yeah, I'm just enjoying my time here, so. Oh, that's good. Yeah. What yeah. about you, Amy? Yeah, well, I had no expectations <laughs> 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 because I, I actually probably had more of a negative. Um, I, I look upon it when I first moved because I just didn't feel like moving um, 
so yeah it was either gonna be a bad experience for me from the get-go or a good one and I have to say like I've it's yeah I've had the best two and a half years or whatever so far so yeah I don't know had zero expectations or minus expectations it definitely <laughs> succeeded anything I ever thought it would be so I'm, I'm really really unhappy here that's great yeah and do you feel included in the community I for sure do I think uh, in my first year I was part of a committee yeah. of the ideas committee and I was the only non-dutch speaking person and I think they for sure made me feel really included and they taught me a lot of dutch yeah. so now I speak dutch and um I think that's a nice way of like make sure you are included mm. because at the markets I can like you know speak Dutch with the with the even the older people selling yeah. selling the vegetables <laughs> and stuff. Yeah. So I really like that and uh, in general I feel like Dutch people are really open and uh, as you've pointed out before they're willing to also approach you in English um, yeah. if you don't speak any Dutch and yeah mostly they really appreciate it if you even speak like the tiniest bit so that's yeah. kind of cool yeah i mean also with like the dutch thing and my community is like 50 50 we have three dutch girls and then me and then two german girls so i think there's a lot of diversity as well yeah because sometimes obviously like the documents we have to submit and the emails are sometimes in dutch so it's automatically easier because we have three dutch girls so yeah. it's like kind of nice yeah, so I would say I do feel included. That's nice. That's nice. Yeah, I also have to say the same. Um, I think actually my first two years, I didn't know that many Dutch people. Well, through VIP, yeah, but not that I was that close with because, um, yeah, I had a lot of international friends as well. And I think we are quite split from them in general, like in our courses. Like I don't, I didn't really know. I don't know any real Dutch people from my year that much, apart from like the people that are active within VIP and some others. And then this year with the, um, I guess with the VIP board itself, like being the only international, uh, it's come with its own, um, like great things and also challenges as well. Uh, and like 97% of the time I feel like really included. Um, like everyone is very willing to speak to me in English and yeah at the odd time I think there was sometimes a few parties where it was pretty much I think everyone was Dutch apart from me and there was like mm. small groups where everyone was speaking Dutch and oh, occasionally yeah. I'd be like oh I, I, I can understand a bit but it's so hard for me to reply so occasionally I feel a bit excluded but like very very rarely and it's more sort of good for me to try to pick up on Dutch anyway because I am now in a community where it is uh, a lot of Dutch is spoken and um I think it's important for me to try to pick up a bit more on that. Yeah, I think it's also really nice uh, to try to be part of their traditions and stuff. Oh yeah, that's I've learned a lot in the last few Gourmette. months. <laughs> so honestly, yeah, it's it's been crazy because I really thought like I was relatively integrated, you know, I was like, yeah, yeah, I know how the Dutch work, I know how they are and then they eat cheese, they're tall, they're they cheese and, and they wear flare pants. And then they do. Yeah. <laughs> and then yeah, with the board I really found out that I <laughs> I had a lot more to learn. So yeah. I think also it's very hard to become fully, fully integrated as well. Because uh, culture is on multiple levels anyway to try adjust to, and that leads me on to my next one, uh, like what makes you feel integrated, or what could you do differently to make you feel make yourself feel more integrated. I think the FIP events are a very nice way to get integrated with mm. other people, because you just sign up and then you go and you meet new people. So that's an easy way to do it. But I feel like also like. Not right now because of the corona measures and stuff, but like going to parties or like just 
being more active in like your student life so like joining some mm. other associations for example or also like going to like ESN stuff that's yeah yeah I feel like um, a nice way to feel that integration is also like ask your housemates or your Dutch friends about Dutch life Like, usually they're really willing to share and stuff. Yeah. I had a good conversation with my housemate the other day about... Um, she was making her surprise. Oh, nice, yeah. So, like, the, the Santa Claus, they, they make the poem, and then they also do some arts and crafts and build something. And so me and my other housemate from Canada were sitting there, like, tell us about it, like, tell us all about it, like, how does yeah. this work? And then she was reading a poem to us. And she was like, oh, you guys don't know this? Like, okay, I'll, I'll tell you everything about <laughs> yeah. it. So that was really nice. Oh, that is nice. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, I think as well, just being open to it as well and like embracing everything that comes. Like there's, there's some great things and some not so good things when you first move. And I think just being open to every single experience really helps you feel integrated. Like exactly like Maya said, you know, being put, putting yourself outside your comfort zone as well for sure like going to things I have a social in half an hour and I don't know anyone there and I'm quite nervous to go because it's very I'm much sure Dutch association I know but I'm a bit you nervous will, yeah. <laughs> you'll you'll think you're extra cool because like you're not Dutch but you go there anyway so you'll be like, and I'll be late but it's okay uh. <laughs> you'll be fashionably late that's fine <laughs> um, yeah so example doing stuff like that you know meeting new people that way uh, definitely makes you feel more integrated and yeah just embracing everything that comes your way I think And for me personally, probably learning more Dutch would really help me right now to feel more integrated for sure. Because, for example, like I go to the market, I try to say something and they don't understand what I'm saying because I can't pronounce it yeah, that no, well. That's sad, yeah, that's sad. I can spell it in my head and I can say it sort of, but it's very hard to pronounce sometimes. Um, a bit of a curveball question <laughs> next. <laughs> I wanted to include this because, yeah, any particularly embarrassing moments, you know, upon moving, experiences... <laughs> biking <laughs> for me it was just like I was going to one of my exams and when you go to Zernika there's like a like a weird turn that you need to take yeah. from my from my uh, place and I was just like going to the right and then the person was coming like on the opposite side when I was just like and yeah I was so close, like, colliding with them, and I just felt so embarrassed. And also, like, always, when there's, like, people going... I live near to a bridge, and there's, like, people going from the left, from the right, from the opposite side of the bridge, and I'm just, like... I'm just so confused, so I'm just, like, standing there, and sometimes when it's my turn to actually bike, I cannot start <laughs> biking. <laughs> And I'm just like, please don't look at me, please don't judge me. I'm not ju I'm not Dutch yet. I'm not Dutch, so yeah, yeah. it's kind of sad. Biking uh, can cause a lot of embarrassing moments. Yeah. In, in my first year, I was actually involved in a in a bike accident. My friend and me thought it was a really good idea to, on our way to going out, hold hands while oh, biking. No. Oh no! Oh no! Yeah. No. She broke her jaw. She like had a cast on her wrist. Oh my uh, god. She had to get stitches. I just had a bruise on my knee and wrecked my jeans, but honestly I'm always like in awe of people who bike holding their hands like couples and Don't stuff. do it. Oh, Don't just, do like, it. Are you crazy? I bet we had we had mountain bikes back then. Oh. Yeah. But I think the most embarrassing moment was you know those bikes where you have like a 
Um, like a mantje. Rekje. You can put your beer on there. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I had, like, beer no, no, on my no. bike. And, like, the whole 24 bottles fell. Oh, my. And, like, my oh. neighbor was walking past me. Because, like, I was just outside my house. And I was about to leave to go a place. And one of my friends was actually like, are you okay, Laura? Like, can you transport the beer to my place? Or should I come and, like, you know, pick you and the beer up? And I was like, no, I can do this. I can do this. I've, like, seen so many people do this. Well, my neighbor walked by. The moment I wanted to start, the whole beer fell. And he looked, like, the disappointment in his eyes. But he also, like, he looked really like, oh, my God, I feel so sorry for you. I think that was a very embarrassing moment. Yeah. I'm so sorry. (laughs) Yeah. It was sad to watch, especially because it was directly in front of my house. Was it, like, a whole crate? Yeah, I think, like... Eight bottles survived or something, but the rest was broken. Oh, there, there were still eight bottles. That's twenty-four. <laughs> yeah, um, try look for the positives. You yeah. Know? <laughs> well, then they fit it in my backpack, so I didn't have to oh. carry the whole freaking thing, which See? was nice. The yeah. pros of the situation. <laughs> you just gotta look at the, the <laughs> look at the bright side. Yeah. <laughs> um. Oh god, I've had a few embarrassing stories, I guess. Um. Yeah, one of the times we were out clubbing actually, and uh, I, I I don't know I'm a few few drinks. I'm a very shameless dancer, you know. I <laughs> just don't care, and I don't know how Dutch people dance. They're a bit more reserved, maybe. But honestly, I just something. If music, if music's good, if the vibes are right, then it just it doesn't nothing matters anymore. And I started doing some some sort of um, I don't know what, but squatting sort of. <laughs> Like, no, like, Russian slice dancing, not even, not even. There's, like, Russian dancing, the Cossack, whatever it's called. But I can't really, even really do it. But I split my pants in half in Walters. <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> my whole ass was just out for it. And I started to, like, walk outside the club, and you know how crowded the streets were? I was so embarrassed. And I just wanted to go. <laughs> I also really liked the jeans as well. It was terrible. That's sad. Yeah, it was pretty sad. I mean, yeah. One of the, one of the more embarrassing ones, I guess. <laughs> Um, and yeah, what have you learned about yourself so far? This is our final question, by the way. Uh, what have you learned so far about yourselves, like in the process of moving and stuff? Mm, I think that sometimes it takes a lot of rejection, mm. but you'll eventually find a nice house. And uh, yeah. also that you should not let that uh, discourage you. Yeah, I think you should be really patient with some stuff. So, yeah, but... I don't know. I haven't been the, I haven't been here that long. No, it's yeah. like properly learned something about myself. How have you found it so far, actually? What do you mean? Like for your per like you personally, how has the last couple of months been? Like, have you? Yeah, I mean, I enjoyed them very much, but like it's sometimes just like. Sometimes you just feel like so disconnected. Yes. Especially yeah. when you have like to do when you have like a lot of uni stuff to do, mm-hmm. and it's just like a whole, like. It just goes downhill sometimes because it's like you have to do this and then this and then this, and you don't really have like time to properly rest. Yeah. So you're you're like in a constant cycle of like doing some. Yeah. Things yeah. and sometimes it's like hard to like have the mentality that like. You need to rest now, you know. Yeah, no, and it's it's hard as well. I think if you're quite a motivated and extroverted person, for example, like you want to do stuff as well all yeah. the time, so it's really difficult. I also find that to balance everything. I still don't balance stuff at all, but it's yeah, I get you. Yeah, it can yeah, be difficult. It's, it takes time. 
Yeah, I actually learned that about myself as well. Like, I had a lot of social things and uni in my first couple of years, but mm-hmm. now I'm like, if I don't feel like 100% going somewhere, I just say like, hey, this time I'm out, next time I'm happy to join yeah. again. So yeah, it true. also, in regards to studying, it can help to take a day off, like purposely be like, okay, today I don't yeah. do uni at all. I do things I like, I sleep in. I don't know, I yeah. bake a cake, I go for a walk, yeah. and then you don't have it in the back of your head, like, oh my gosh, I could be doing something for uni, because no, you purposely take that day off to not think about it, and then you're, like, way motivated after, yeah. and you yeah. actually get stuff done. Yeah, it takes a lot of adjusting, I think, and, like, yeah. setting actually boundaries, as you said. No, oh, yeah. Like, doing a day off, you know, just, like, having the mentality that, like, I'm not gonna study today, I'm just gonna, like, relax, maybe yeah. do some cooking, laundry, whatever, just, like chill stuff you know yeah but for me it's just like i'm still like kind of getting used to everything around here yeah so i think it will take yeah it takes some time it's quite overwhelming actually i remember at first it's like you know you're getting used to it you're meeting new people there's so many like opportunities to do in uni so don't use that and even like just being by yourself and independent and you, it's you such have to a, do groceries it's all like the time all this new open yeah. world you can decide like everything for yourself which is so great but also quite terrifying at the same time yeah yeah, yeah but i think you're doing a great job so yeah. yeah, I'm trying. Yeah. <laughs> I get that. Yeah. Uh, for me, yeah, I guess um, I've learned that. Uh, yeah, I've become way more confident in the last two years. I think um, in myself, just like in my abilities to do stuff and to um, be around different people. Like I was used to be very shy. Pfft, not anymore. No, not no. at all. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. And it's really nice to be that way as well because you. It's way better to. It's, I don't know. Way easier to make friends and maintain relationships and. Yeah, just be happy with yourself at the current time, I guess. So, yeah, I think even just to be, like, open and then it's quite nice and you can adapt quite easily then. And I feel like I could move somewhere else now and it would be... It would just get increasingly it would be okay, easier. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for example. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, that was the last question. <laughs> That's a nice end. Yeah, like, yes. you'd be okay. Exactly. Yes. Any other remarks totally. or anything? Just fake it until you make I it. Yes, yeah. girl. Yeah, <laughs> honestly. Yeah, I think it's a nice way to end. Well, thank you very much for joining me today. It was really nice. I enjoyed it. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Thanks yeah. for having us. Thank you. No problem. And I'm sure, yeah, this will follow another podcast soon, or another podcast will follow soon. <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much for listening. <laughs>